would be a massive injustice if we chose not to motivate you on this beautiful heritage day to take on the rest of the week with a positive, determined attitude. Motivational speaker A.B. Mamabulo joins me now in studio to discuss excuses and he's standing in for Ndlanta Mafarafara. Do join us by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079-295-1212 or you can call us on 015-151-0135. Good evening, Tovela, and how are you? Hey, good evening, Tovela. Nakiluki. <laughs> I'm fine as well. I made Ateni John Mohodo greet the listeners in a language that he preferred, an African language mm-hmm. that he preferred. And he was very diplomatic about it, but he did actually greet them in various African languages. Okay. But I want to do it differently with you because you're from my home, where I'm also from. You're mm-hmm. from Ramamabolo. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're also, your surname is also Mamabolo. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I just want you to, in the next two minutes, if you can, <laughs> uh, just so you, you know, people know that you understand yourself and where you come from on mm-hmm. this heritage day. Maybe just recite for us your clan praises uh, unfortunately ish, uh, it's, it's something that I, I I have not yet uh, studied further but <laughs> I like that. Nice and simple. That's 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 pretty good. So what what is your um African what's your baby name? Maybe we should call you with that today. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't have a baby name. Hmm. Yeah, when my parents were naming me, they just named me Ebenezer. And did you ever ask them why? No, I didn't. I didn't. So what what you don't wanna find out what their excuse is, why they choose not to give no, you an African name? The reason was that uh, my my parents are are very religious parents, mm. so and coming from a religious background, you find that there are certain things that or oh, in, in in Christianity we call them curses. You find that you don't want a speedy name because you are thinking about the cases that you don't want to pass from the generation you are into the next one. So they, they just said, no, we just name our son Ebenezer because it, it was sort of like them saying that how far we are, or as Ebenezer says, this is how far the Lord has led us. So they just named me Ebenezer only. <laughs> Quite interesting, I must say. What is meant by excuses in tonight's Motivation Monday context? Uh, for me, I, I, I consider ex- excuses to be a commitment for you and me to settle for a mediocre life. That for me, it's what excuses is. But another man who defined excuses in a nice way is John Teffer. He said that excuses are the rationalizations of a mistake. Yeah, so to me, to me, that is excuses. And for me, I also remember in my life, there were, there are, or there were many, there, there are so many uh, instances where I made excuses, whether it was regarding my education, whether it was regarding me pursuing the, a dream that I had, or even pursuing a girl that I lacked. <laughs> so I, 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 I always also found myself making those excuses or settling for that mediocre life. So that, to me, that's excuses. Quite a fitting topic, I must say, Ebenezer, on this very holiday, because you know, on holidays, people tend to relax a lot and they don't do quite much. And maybe Maybe if we were to give it in the context of school children mm-hmm. or people who are students and so forth, and you find that a person has a homework or an assignment that they must submit tomorrow, but they postpone and they give excuses to say, no, I'm on holiday. <laughs> so I think it's yeah. quite fitting that we're actually discussing this today. How does one then step out of finding refuge in excuses? Uh, one thing that helped me get out of this thing was a principle that I read from my mentor, John Maxwell. He said that it's what he calls the law of diminishing intents. That law simply states that the the longer you take for you to take an action that you should be taking now, 
the greater the odds that you will never do that particular thing that you are committing to do. So in the same context of schools, you find that you are given a homework or you are given an assignment that you are supposed to do and submit when the holidays end. But you keep on telling yourself that, no, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it later. So as a result, the longer you are postponing that thing, now your odds of you not doing it or even forgetting it, so they increase. Therefore, then, then you end up forgetting. That's a profound quote. I want you to just please repeat it because I see there's a listener here who's saying, could you please just repeat that quote one more time? Oh, it's called the law of diminishing intents. And it states that the longer you take before you make an action, the greater the odds that you will never make that action. We're talking excuses tonight on Motivation Monday with Benez Mamabulu. Do share your thoughts with us by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079-295-1212 or you can call us on 015-151-0135. So I see you have a category of excuses that people tend to sort of find refugee in. Mm-hmm. There are those people who will say, I am trying but it's not easy. Could that be an excuse? Yes, that's an excuse. Because what I also realized in my life was that whenever I never wanted to commit to anything, I would say that I was trying. I was trying to do my homework or I was trying to do my very best. And and it's, it's something that that, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense because you are saying that you actually think that I am trying. You are not actually committing to fulfilling whatever that you are fulfilling. So one thing that helped me was that I ended up changing or it was it was my mentor who said that you must remove the word try out of your vocab- vocabulary. So I ended up not no more using the word. So whenever there was something that I wanted to do, I would always say I would always say that I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And even if my friends would ask me that, like, I, I would like to try that. I would I would tell them that no 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 you can't tell me that you are trying because now what you are saying is that you are not going to commit to this particular thing or this idea that you are committing to so tell me that you are going to do it and if you do it then we agree so that that's also something that helped me so declaring that i will do it as opposed to saying i will try to do it is Mm -hmm. prophetic you say I, I would say it's psychological because when you are saying that you are trying, you are leaving room for disappointment or you are leaving room for 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 for, for not following through. But when you are saying that I am going to do it, it's an action verb, meaning that you are also committing to to the action that you are promising yourself or your friend that you will be doing it. Now, what if one says that they just feel like they cannot? So it's it's they, they they're not saying I I'm trying or, or they're just saying I just feel like I can't do this I I just can't. Uh, that, that that I would say that it, it's an excuse of your ability, because most of the time you find that whatever thing that you want to do or you are dreaming of doing, you'll find that you did. If, if, if you didn't have the ability to do it, you wouldn't have that dream. You wouldn't have a dream of becoming a doctor if you didn't have that ability to be a doctor. So now when you say that I can't do it, 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 it's sort of like you rationalizing the fact that maybe you are even afraid of failure or you are even doubting yourself and the ability that you have. So I would also suggest that uh, the, the listeners should, should, should the, the fact that you've got an idea or the fact that you've got a dream that you are pursuing that you want to fulfill, it's, it's testimony in itself that you have that capability to do it. So remove that thing of you telling yourself that I can't do it. So there's a person who says that I can't and then there's another person who says I'm trying before mm-hmm. there's that one who says I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you advise that one must just jump from I cannot to I can or do you think that they should also allow themselves to move from saying I cannot mm-hmm. to say I'm trying to then saying I can? 
I would say that they should jump straight into doing it because then they are committing. So if they fail when, you, when, you, when, you, when you've committed to doing it, then you know that I made a mistake. Then it means that I tried in that case. So if you are going straight to doing it, then when you fail or when, when, when something happens that, that's not within your control, then that's when you could say that I tried. So that, that's, that's a better way for me that I would recommend. Unlike if you are saying that you, you are moving from I can't, then you are saying that I'm going to try. If you are going to try, you might even not even end up doing it or even giving it the necessary commitment that you need i came across a code on Twitter, ebenezer and i think mm-hmm. it was written by south african entrepreneur vusi tembequayo i'm not too certain if these were the right words the exact words he used okay. but it was something like you don't need funding to start a business for example and you have a lot of people who are aspiring entrepreneurs but they're telling you i need funding i need i need mentorship i need resources and 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 what do you make of this code uh because I also listened to that talk that Vusi gave at, at it was uh, at it was the Kukaldum, I think. Mm. And what what he what he meant in that context was that there are certain things that you don't need help in doing. Like 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 for, for me, I would say that I support what he's saying that when he says that you don't need any funding to be an interpreter because I saw it in with myself. Because there were many instances where I was saying that I'm waiting for funding for me to pursue my dream, and. When I was when I was busy looking at the things that I wanted funding for, I realized that those things that I needed funding for, I could be doing doing them on my own. Let's say, for example, I wanted funding to start uh, to start a, the organization that I'm, I'm having igniting dreams within, and you realize that. It's not necessarily that I needed funding because when you ask for funding, what 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 could happen in that you either take a loan or you give up equity of your company. Now, if you are going to give equity for your company for you to to match that that investor who will be investing in you, you find that you are because now you'll be starting out as an entrepreneur. Your 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 company is practically it's, it's practically has got no value because you've got no assets that you can back up your company to say that the valuation that I'm I'm giving you ten percent because maybe you are saying that uh, your company is worth a million bucks now because you. Because you are just starting out, you find that you can use whatever resources that you've got. If you are saying you want to cook, use the stove that you've got at home, then as a result, you don't need funding. Then from the money that you'll be getting from using the resources that you already have, then you can, after you've bought, you've used that stove you were using for home, then you can buy yourself another stove that, that's, that, that's owned by the business. Then as you are doing this, then the more you grow, you reinvest the money that you are generating from the business, then you reinvest it from back into the business. So that's what I think that. It, from my perspective, because I also I also put this to the test in my life because I was thinking that there, there were certain elements like when I started my when I started investing, I thought that I needed money to invest. But when I when I researched, I realized that no, I can just invest with two hundred bucks or even hundred bucks. I can just buy shares. So as a result, I ended up seeing that no, it was the excuses that I needed funding for me to start this type of venture. So I would also recommend or advise uh, the listeners that whatever it is that if you are in, into business, use the resources that you've got at home start with whatever you have because you can't just start a company with uh, you you can't just go and ask for funding for a million bucks you don't know how to manage a thousand bucks you don't know how to manage ten thousand bucks now when you get that million that's what's going to happen when you want to buy cars and you realize that you use the money that you were supposed to be investing in the business you use it for for buying luxury lifestyle so i would recommend that they they realize that use the resources that you've got and not depend on anyone for you to start out whatever venture that you want to start out. Ndlandlama Farafara calls the generation of today as the microwave generation, the generation that wants everything to happen in a split second. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that particular mentality could also be contributing towards people wanting funding now, but also wanting just about everything to happen whenever they feel like doing? Yes, I, 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 cause, uh, when I when I did my research, I realized that 
what generated this attitude of always wanting things now it's this issue of social media because when you go on social media you are getting instant gratification when you post a status automatically someone or in a few seconds someone will be liking that status or commenting on that status so as a result then your body gets used to this this these hormones or these chemicals that are giving you like your the, the, like the hormones that are responsible for you wanting instant gratification so as a result then whatever you are doing then you want it to happen now when you are going to ask for funding or when you've got an idea or when you've got a dream that you are pursuing you want to succeed now you no longer want to spend that time waiting or spend that time hustling so i would say that one of the things that that one thing one of the things that i usually do is that i take some time what, what i call it it's what i call a detoxifying from social media what i do is that i will automatically i'll just buy data for business purposes where i'll be responding to the emails that are responding to but for social media i wouldn't be going on social media so that i get those hormones that that are always there for me when i'm instantly gratified then i would also minimize so yeah that's what i also recommend so you bl- you're blocking out hormones yes because because the thing the thing is well, instant gratification is a result of hormones because when, when you get that heat when you post a, sp- a picture or you post a status and someone automatically Likes. It's 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 like the hormones are released in your body and you feel good. So the the more you get used to that, then that's why you'll find that everything that you'll be doing afterwards, then you want it now. Even like like that's what's happening with relationships. You find that instead of you taking that time we used to take when you when you were proposing a girl, it takes some time. You find that you no longer have that patience because you are so used and your system is so used to to always being being rewarded very quickly. So I would say that yeah, it's one of the things that that contributes. We're talking excuses tonight on Motivation Monday with Ebenezer Mamabulo. Do share your thoughts with us by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079-295-1212. And you can also call us on 015-151-0135. And we'll continue with this discussion immediately after the break. The time is 12 minutes before 8. It's Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We are talking excuses on motivation monday with ebenezer mamabulo who's standing in for ntlantlama farafara do share your thoughts with us by sending a whatsapp text message to 079-295-1212 or you can call us on 015-151-0135 and some people who did just that one here says i don't agree with ebenezer i feel as though social media just needs to be monitored but it can turn out to be good ah uh, the problem is that you you can't monitor social media because what what's happening that's that's what's happening even at work you find that there are rules that are imposed that you shouldn't be socializing in this time but because you are so used to that instant gratification or those hormones that are active when you're busy there on social media you end up finding that it, it's sort of like it's an addiction yeah it's an addiction and you know that when you are addicted you might try to rationalize it and say that no i'm not addicted but the reality of the fact is that even you find yourself on the street you're always checking your phone when you're at work you're also always checking your phone so yeah it's something like that so you think that people who justify their addiction to social media are making excuses you are also making excuses and also not giving yourself the chance to heal because if you and I want to heal from whatever that we are addicted to we must first admit that we are addicted and then look for help so i would say that it's also an excuse that you you are just defying the fact that you are addicted and you are not admitting that you are addicted and you need some time off and uh, anashia gama says it's true rebecca you don't need funding to start your businesses you need your mind and your hands to fund your business Mm, that's true because uh, let me give you an example uh, there was one book that i read uh, and it said that there was this guy who wanted to buy a suit 
And when he wanted to buy that suit and he went into the shop and he lay by that suit. When he lay by that suit, it was on sale. Let's say for, for argument's sake, the, the suit maybe was 1,500. Then after a week or so, then the, the prices went back to the original state. And afterwards, then someone said that I wanted a suit. Then the guy who had laid by the suit went back to the store manager and said that, okay, I heard that you wanted this suit because you love the suit. I will sell you this suit for, for 2,000 bucks. Now, what happened was that the guy, the guy who had lay by or had a surety from the store manager that they will get the suit for 1500 ended up uh, getting the suit for 500 bucks and selling it for 2000 bucks so as a result the guy made 500 bucks so it's sort of like you had a business or you or someone someone had a need that they needed and you saw an opportunity because of a security or something that you had then you you ended up making 500 bucks there when we spoke about culture and uh, the constitution of south africa in the first 30 minutes after the second hour with Antony Jun Mohodo. I don't know if you were listening, but he mentioned the issue of saying that he feels as though people in religious settings are not rational. Let's look at the person who's saying that I'm not just sitting, I'm not very lazy, I'm not making excuses, I'm waiting on God. And that that's something that I, I also made for myself. I said that when, when I had my dreams or when I wanted to be an author, I was saying that I'm waiting for God or I'm waiting for the right opportunity. I'm waiting for God to open a door for me so that uh, maybe a, a publisher would approach me and say that I'm going to publish for you the book. Then I, and, and, and one of my friends reminded me that, you know, you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that many are the plans that you've got. But it's God's purpose. Now, if you don't have a plan, how will God then direct what you've got? So you, you even find that any person who is waiting on God, yes, it's good to wait, wait on God. Pray, pray and say, pray, pray your prayer if you are whatever that it, it is that you want to achieve. Pray that prayer and then get, get busy doing it. So that, that way, that way while, whilst you are waiting, you find that you are also creating opportunities for yourself. So then, but if you just sit down and say that, ah, me, I'm waiting for God. I'm waiting for God to give me a job and you're not applying. Or me, I'm waiting for a wife and you're not doing anything to better yourself so that you are ready for that particular wife. You find that when the person comes, you are not ready for that person. So as a result, you, 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 you were just rationalizing the fact that you never wanted to take in action that God can back up because even the Bible says that faith without works it's, it's nothing so I would say that they shouldn't rationalize that also so you're saying that one must not abuse their faith yes don't don't abuse the faith pray and when you're, while you're waiting be busy doing that whatever it is that you prayed for you spoke about how it's mostly relied on one psychological thinking mm-hmm. and uh, let's look at people who are saying that I'm just not ready so when opportunities are brought to these people to say can you try this out can you try this out they're just saying the time is not right i'm, I'm not ready what do you make about that uh, for, for that it's also the excuse i also made when, when, when i was presented with an op- i remember uh, the first time i spoke my friend was the mc of of, the, uh, of a youth conference and he said that i'm going to put you on the on, on as a motivational speaker for that for the for the youth conference and i said no 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 no, i'm not ready i'm not ready for this i can't do it i can't do it and what what eventually happened was that he eventually put me on the on the on the, on the program without even me knowing because i had told him that i'm not i'm, I'm not going to be there i'm not going to be the motivational speaker then when i heard my name that there's a motivational speaker called Ebenezer, and I was afraid that eh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do well, or my message is not going to connect. And what what amazed me was that even though to me I wasn't ready, I I found myself delivering the message perfectly. And w- one thing that I would also encourage our our listeners, someone who is saying that they are not ready, the thing is you'll never ever be ready in your life. You'll never be ready for your dreams. 
the, everything is always changing all the time. So you'll never be ready whenever you have prepared yourself. Even if it's just 1% preparation, immediately get in and jump in for whatever dream that you've got that you want to accomplish. Then you'll find yourself that as you are busy pursuing that dream, you will be finding yourself, you'll be making mistakes, you'll be failing along the way. And that will be you learning. Like unlike you just sitting and say that, oh, no, I'm not ready. You'll find that even tomorrow you'll say, I'm not ready. After five years, you'll still be saying, I'm not ready. And even maybe 10 years, you'll still be saying that, no, I'm not ready. Let's look at those who have what one could term self-doubt. So they just don't think they deserve any good thing mm-hmm. in their lives. What do you say about that? I would say that they need to break free from what wherever they got those beliefs from. Because that 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 element of self-doubt comes from somewhere. You might find that you, you grew up in a community or even in a family where no one believed in you or no one in the family believed in you or believed in themselves. So I would recommend that you associate with people who are who, who have good confidence in themselves or even find yourself a mentor because sometimes you find that even though you doubt yourself the fact let's say for example because maybe you have me as your mentor I would, I would tell you that no I believe in you and I know you can do this and you'll, you'll find that you are doing that thing so that you don't disappoint me and that also works in your benefit so I would say that try, try, try to find a way where you'll, 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 you'll change the environment that you've grown up with or find someone who would believe in you and you'll believe in the belief they have in you there's a comment here, it says, excuses are often a rationalization of doing low-level activities over benefiting activities. They apply in all ways. If you were to take stock of the excuses you made over the past year, you will see how far you could have gone. Wow, that's very powerful. I, I agree with him because even when I looked at myself, when I, when I was making excuses in every area of my field, I found that the excuses that I was making, you find that no, I'm saying that, no, this year I'm not ready to do this. I'm not ready to start a business. Then you end up even, you end up even wasting time. So I agree with him or her. Given that very comment that just came through, um, I get a vibe of saying that it's as though you are somewhat saying to our listeners that they could actually be beauty in one taking a risk is that what you're saying yes yes there's beauty there's beauty in taking risk and i i, I like what one motivational uh, speaker said oh i think it was about he said that leap and grow your wings on your way down so you, you, you find that the, be- the beauty the beauty becomes where, where, where you find that the more the more that that you'll be taking those chances or those risks you'll be putting yourself in in places where you you can't even rationalize or justify your excuses and you end up learning you end up benefiting a lot Habits that people can take in and adopt as they try to make themselves better people who do not necessarily always find refuge in making excuses. What are those? Uh, for, for me, for me, I would recommend uh, what uh, Mel Robbins calls it the five the five second rule, which means that whenever you've got a self limiting idea that you've got in those in those upcoming five seconds, make sure that you either tell yourself that you are going to do it or you change that idea. So that 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 would be one thing that I would recommend in and five seconds. In five seconds, yeah. Whenever whenever you've got a negative or self limiting belief or idea that you've got in the in the upcoming five seconds, just change that belief and change whatever that excuse or stop rationalizing that in the next five seconds and make sure that you do it and according to her she made some research i'm I'm just not i'm just not sure of the facts of that research yes let's look at the external factors because you know how we always keep saying that no man is an island so Mm -hmm. you will always live amongst people and sometimes Mm -hmm. the excuses might not necessarily come from you but from people around you for instance if you're the student who's so focused and you're always at the library Mm -hmm. you will have that one friend who just comes and says but you know you need to take time off you can't always be studying. I mean, you've been studying for the longest of times. So you can use an hour or two of just 
chilling and watching series or whatsoever. So that's an excuse that's coming from external factors. Mm -hmm. How does one deal with that? Uh, I would say that make sure that one of the things that you do check your friends and make sure that you tell them about the dreams you'll be having. Like when you are studying, tell your friends that, yes, there, there are times where you need to rest, but whenever I'm studying, you can't be always be telling me that I need to relax. So I would also say, say that from those external people that you are getting uh, the excuse from, make sure that the people you surround yourself are people who will not give you the permission to make excuses. So when you do that, when you check the people that you are, you are hanging around, that way, those people will even hold you accountable because when you've got people who are always holding you accountable for you, not making excuses you'll find that they work in your benefit but if you always have people who are always who are, who are always creating the environment that it's okay to make excuses or it's okay for you to not pursue your dreams you end up being comfortable and as a result uh, it, it's, it's what what Tony Robbins said that one day when he was in the army he when when he was speaking with the with the general he said that the reason that most of the people who were, who are soldiers were after they, they they get out of the army and they, they they are no longer achieving great things it's because that after when they were in the army their friends or the peer group that they were hanging around with it was a high performance peer group now when you leave that environment that's when you find that people are making excuses and as a result you even yourself you end up making excuses for your life do you have words of wisdom or a quote that our listeners can take with for the rest of the week? I would give you a quote from my book, There Are No Secrets to Success. And in the book, I, I refer, I, I say that the longest route to success is through a shortcut. Because when you make that shortcut, now you're going to need more time. You find that you, you fell into the hands of a get-rich-quick scheme or even a scam. Then now the time that you could have had made or the, the time you could have had spent taking, going through the process, you have lost it. So the longest route to success is through a shortcut. Ebenezer Mamabulo, thank you so much for your time. How can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Ebenezer Mamabulo, Instagram, same handle, or at Twitter at KingAB, or on WhatsApp, uh, my number 071. 639-7807 or on my website you you go to the you can just go to the, the John Maxwell group and when you go to the John Maxwell group you can just search uh, Ebenezer and then my website will pop in there. Thank you so much Ebenezer and uh, thank you thank you so much we've learned quite a lot from you and all uh, the best with everything you do. Uh, thank you it's a pleasure. Coming up next on Energy FM is Karabo Batosa and on our choice FM is Samantha Tlahis and a big thank you goes to my producer Mami Morasha from me Rebecca Matikiri Pala. We meet again tomorrow evening same time same place with more conversations God willing happy Heritage Day and good night Conversations Mondays to Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m.